Welcome to Great Points, financial insights for improving your relationship with money. I'm Matt Schroeder, Certified Financial Planner and Director of Financial Planning at Great Point Wealth Advisors, a fee-only registered investment advisory firm with offices in Boston and Danvers, Massachusetts. Welcome to today's episode titled, Stop Saving for Retirement. Now, can you ever picture a scenario where a disciplined saving strategy could actually be the Achilles heel of your financial plan? In today's episode, we're going to highlight some scenarios where that may be the case. So here's a real-life challenge that I've seen clients facing. Uh, I'm sitting down with a 50-year-old couple, and they have an 18-year-old who's getting ready to go to college. And they've been expect, ex, uh, accepted into a reasonably priced state school, uh, and it's looking like the family is going to have to pay about $9,000 a semester uh, for college, uh, which is a manageable number in the grand scheme of what colleges cost today. Um, but when we start the dialogue, they currently feel like they have no extra money, that they live essentially paycheck to paycheck. You know, They have a few dollars in the bank, but they definitely don't have an extra $9,000 every six months lying around. Now, if you can empathize with these people at all, you'd understand that there's a tremendous amount of stress going on regarding the future. They're nervous about what if they don't have enough to meet the tuition payments and how that's going to impact their child's future. Uh, they're not exactly sure how it's all going to work out uh, you know, for them and for you know, the, their child in school. They're worried about the future, what could go wrong, uh, you know, both at a micro level like a job change or an unexpected illness. Uh, or possibly at a macro level, you know, changes to interest rates or tax laws or, uh, you know, a possible recession. There's also regret, you know, thinking uh, that they would have been in a much better situation by now and kind of where did they go wrong and what missteps did they take. Now, what this couple does not need is someone to minimize their frustrations or challenges with advice like, don't worry, it's going to be okay, you'll be fine, you're smart, you'll figure this out. Uh, They want to have dialogue about options, about strategies, about tactics that can, uh, you know, improve where they are and give them a clear path moving forward. So really what we do as advisors is to engage our clients in dialogue to understand the steps and the decisions and the money habits that kind of led them to where they are now. And then look at the options moving forward. And whether they're as rosy as they want for the future, uh, it's really about putting numbers on a sheet of paper and saying, look, you know, here's where you are now. Here are the steps or actions you can take moving forward to improve your current situation and most importantly start to reduce some of the stress and feel like you're in power of the decisions you're making moving forward as opposed to being in a reactionary situation. So how did they get here and how did a disciplined savings approach uh, turn out to be a challenge for them? Um, Simply put, very early on in their lives, they were told that they had to save as much as possible for retirement if they wanted to be able to ever retire comfortably. Uh, And if you're like that and you're an individual who starts their job and they immediately start putting 15 or 20 percent into their 401k, um, it becomes a habit. You just learn to live without that money. And that's essentially what they did. Uh, Whatever came home from their paychecks, they lived on. And if things were a little bit short, they would either go without or, you know, maybe, you know, borrow a little on a credit card and try to pay it down. But there was not a lot of excessive spending, uh, but they were so focused on savings. 
The good news in this situation, although it was hard for them to see it as good news, was that their long-term outlook, when we took, uh, we used compounding interest on all the money they'd already saved, and were possibly uh, letting that money continue to grow from, say, 50 to their retirement target age around 62 to 65, it looked like they were going to have way more than they would ever need for retirement uh, when you added in Social Security and, and a possible pension income. So what that meant is 15 years from now, they would have no stress. Um, but that didn't really solve their today problem. So they were so focused on worrying about tomorrow and saving for the future that it had created a lot of undue stress and pressure um, for today. The other money belief they had was they were nervous about taxes. So one of the advantages of stuffing money into their retirement is it was going to lower their tax bill each year. And they were uncomfortable with the idea of making any changes to that because it might cost them more in taxes. Um, what they didn't really take into consideration was their overall tax bracket was not that high. You know, when they had, after all of their deductions and their child care credits, um, you know, their tax rate was manageable in the scope of overall tax rates. So the power of compounding tax uh, the power of tax deferral was not as great for them as compared to somebody in a much higher income tax bracket. The final money issue that was creating stress or challenges for them was how to effectively use debt. Um, they had the same mortgage that they had when they bought their home, um, and they didn't want to do anything or make any changes to that mortgage. Um, but by doing that, they had racked up some other smaller debts You know, for credit cards, home repairs, and other bills that were causing higher than average interest rate payments on some of this extenuating debt. So if you were this client, what would you do? And that is uh, the question we get all the time. So what should I do? Uh, and we go through a number of exercises that we call what ifs. So in this situation, the first what if I threw out there was, what if you stopped saving for retirement? And the normal answer I get is, I can't do that. No way. That's, what do you, you must be crazy. Why would I stop saving for retirement? I want to retire someday. Um, and I'm not saying don't retire, but I'm saying, what if the dollars you're currently allocating for retirement so that you have less stress 15 years from now are causing more stress today and may not be giving you the tax benefits uh, that you expect and are also causing you to have to pay higher interest on debts than you're actually earning as a tax credit on the savings. Now, if you're listening, I'm not advocating that everybody stops saving for retirement. Um, but what it, it is about challenging kind of your preconceived notions of money and what you have to do or need to do or should be doing and ask the questions, what's best for me? And by best, it doesn't always mean makes you the most money, but it's the decisions that you can make confidently and be able to stick to with and be consistent with time and time again. Um, because a lot of times where people's stress and anxiety comes to financial planning is they make a decision and then six months from now, somebody else gets in their ear about a whole different idea or strategy and they start to regret or second guess their decisions and they change course. Uh, and every time you change course, you're probably are getting further and further away from your goal. And you're also adding a higher level of anxiety and uncertainty into your own decision making process. So as we work with individuals that are 
more stressed about tomorrow than and are kind of fearful to live for today, we really want them to challenge their thought process on money because being happy 15 years from now is important, but stressing every single day about where you're spending your money is not a healthy way to live. And if we can help clients you know, feel more empowered about the money-making decisions from both today and in the future, it might allow them to enjoy their their money a little bit more now, um, we feel that's an invaluable resource to be able to offer to clients. In our next episode, we'll take a look at some of these money habits from the perspective of avoidance and who's someone has just, you know, the type of client who tends to just ignore uh, the future uh, as a possible planning strategy. And we'll also look at, uh, you know, some of the spending habits that can create challenges or frustrations uh, in people's long-term financial planning. Now, I hope you can apply some of what you heard today to improve your relationship with money. And thanks again for listening. Until next time, on Great Points with Matt Schroeder. Great Points is hosted by Matt Schroeder. Great Point Wealth Advisors is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by the Securities and Exchange Commission in accordance and compliance with the securities laws and regulations. Great Point Wealth Advisors does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through Great Points. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.